get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mr. Scruggs, it's always great to have you on in St. Louis. How you doing? Oh, uh, Brooke, Kerry, Randy, I appreciate you guys for having me. I'm doing good. Um, glad to see the Cardinals making some moves, but... Um, I, I'm like I'm like you. I, I need to see some more. I need to see a little bit of more. All right. Let, let's start with what is done. What, what's your impression of the three they've signed? And uh, whatever way you want to do it, either individually or a, as a unit, what do you think of uh, Lynn first, Gibson, and then the, the signing of Gray? Yeah, from a from a unit standpoint, I like the idea that Mosaic addressed the, the needs that were most important. When you look at uh, from a priority standpoint, going into the off season, you look at last year, and it was clear that starting pitching depth was an issue. Um, they weren't able to have guys giving them consistent innings day in and day out, right? So first of all, you address that, and we understand it's not going to be when you think about Gibson and Lynn. You're not getting the high end starters, right? You're not getting the huge, um, nasty stuff or the huge swing and miss stuff. Um, you get guys that will give up their fair share of hits and their fair share of runs. But the focus was to make sure that you have guys that will give you a chance to stay in the game by giving you length within the game. So th- to me, that helps the bullpen first and foremost, because you're not draining your bullpen throughout the course of the season. And then secondly, that helps your offense be able to have an opportunity to stay in the game and not feel like they're always coming from behind and feel like they have extra pressure on themselves. So I like that. And then Sonny Gray gives you more of a top end rotation guy in which now you get, now you get a guy that can hopefully you, when you start thinking about postseason, you start thinking about playoffs, that's a more of a frontline guy that can face some of those better starters. Well, I'm in the same boat as you in the way that I think that they aren't done yet, and hopefully they aren't done yet. So what do you think about the possibility of them making a trade for another starting arm? Yeah, I think that's where the focus is, is going to be um, with this front office and, and moving forward into the offseason because I don't, I don't think that as far as what we've seen in the past, you don't see the Cardinals really in play for some of the big name, whether it be pitchers or even um, the guys on the free agents, when you look at outfielders like a Cody Bellinger or something like that, I'm looking at the, there's guys like Dylan Cease, um, you know, when you think about guys like Shane Bieber, some some of the guys that are available via trade in which now you have guys on, on the Cardinals roster, a little bit more depth in position players. Now you can use some of those guys, whether it be a Tyler O'Neill. I don't want to name everybody, but whether it be a Tyler O'Neill, a, a Dylan Carlson, um, guys that you've seen that have done some things at the big leagues but still looking for more consistency, other teams can use those types of players as well in, in a trade for a pitcher or if we want to get serious, maybe even looking at a Juan Soto. 
That'd be fun. Xavier, I want you to go back to that first name you mentioned, though, Dylan Cease, because I bring up his name all the time. Your impressions of him, I know he had a tough year. Your impressions of Dylan Cease, though. Man, I, I really, I love the stuff. I, and I think, you know, he's one of those guys that's still learning more about himself and continuing to get better. Last year wasn't a great year specifically as far as command. But I think that the Cardinals are missing that ace, right? They're missing that one guy that they're going to be able to go out and you're going to get 10 to 12 strikeouts from every time. You're going to be able to the, – the other opposing lineups are going to be a little bit scared and apprehensive um, to try to take huge swings off of a guys. And I think once you have a guy at the front line like that, that feeds off into everybody else throughout the course of a series and throughout the course of a season when you're talking about your pitching staff. And I think that's just one thing that when you look back for the Cardinals over the past few years, it's like – Where's that guy been? And, and I think if you're thinking like I'm thinking, and I want to see the Cardinals getting too deep in the postseason winning World Series, those are the types of pitchers that you need on your roster. Xavier, we're looking at the the Cardinals, and, and we've seen that this game is starting to go to more swing and miss stuff from pitchers. Does it concern you any that three of the five starters that the Cardinals have, Miles Michaelis, Kyle Gibson, Lance Lynn, are three of the five top hit allowers in the major leagues from last season? (laughs) I would say, yes, definitely that concerns me. I think the one thing with Lance Lynn, I think the the ballpark is going to help him. He's familiar with being in St. Louis. He does get swing and miss, um, and and he he has the capability to leave guys on base. Um, But that goes back to the, the, the one thing I feel like the Cardinals are missing is just the front line swing and miss guy. And I feel like someone like a Dylan Cease can be able to help in that fact. Um, But if it's not that, then that's why I mentioned you use your your, uh, position player depth into maybe looking at um, uh, another middle-of-the-order bat like a Juan Soto because if you're not going to limit teams from scoring runs, you have to be able to figure out ways to score more runs. And I think we'll see this offense better than it was last year. They got off to a horrible start. But but I think that there's different ways to supplement these moves that, that Mosaic is looking to make. I would love to see Juan Soto in a Cardinal jersey for the year. But, man, I just I don't see that happening, Xavier. I, will, it, I think it depends upon the priorities of the Cardinals, right? You look at, um, you know, if, if they're more focused on trying to go get a, maybe another starting pitcher via trade. If it's something that they're looking more now, they could be looking more bullpen at this point. But I'm looking at if a, there's a Padres team that's looking to, like, upload or, or give away, you know, trying to save $33 million, I'm looking at the teams with the best prospects available. And you always look at St. Louis as being one of those teams. And specifically, you think about some guys that – you know, that are still young playing the outfield position. I, I, I hate to say the name Jordan Walker, but there's teams that are looking at a Jordan Walker that's going to be like, wait a minute, that could be a guy that I could add to my roster as well. And, the, and if the Cardinals are looking at it to where, okay, Jordan Walker maybe not isn't going to provide the power that we're looking for from an outfielder, they could be looking at options like that. that those are just things that I try to think along with some of this front, the, the front offices. Man, I don't want to hear that. I don't know if anybody else wants to hear that right now. We we but, love but Jordan Walker and his about, abilities. But, 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 Brooke, you would think about having a Juan Soto in replace for somebody that maybe hasn't produced 
as consistent. If I say maybe it's not a Jordan Walker, but what if it is a, a Dylan Carlson and a and a and an O'Neal? Like you start thinking about that a little bit more. But of course, you want to see the guys that you already have start to perform a little bit more as well. Do you think that uh, you're talking about? potential trade pieces other than Jordan Walker who else do you think would be on that list of players that uh that a team would be interested in from the St. Louis Cardinals yeah I, I think if we're looking at bigger name guys when we're talking about these trades the 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 one of the biggest pieces is going to have to be a libertor that that would be a guy that you would have to you would because other teams are always looking for starting pitching coming back and young controllable starting pitching that would be a name that the teams would start to look for um, you know, along with some of these uh, uh, younger guys that I mentioned, but you know, that's just that, that I think that now seeing the Cardinals make the depth moves that they've made. Now it's, it's just based upon how deep do we want to, how deep do we want to be? Do we want to be a team that can win the NL central or do we want to be a team that could win the world series? And I think there's differences when you look at these rosters and even going back into last year, when you look at the Texas Rangers and the starting pitching and the frontline starting pitching that they had, even going to the trade deadline and bringing in a Montgomery and a Max Scherzer. And then you just look at from a, from an offensive standpoint that their ability to, to hit with anybody. And I think the Cardinals could be a team like that, but they'd have to extend themselves and take some risks. I wanted to ask you about something else. You posted last night this great long thread explaining of what it was like working with Mike Schilt, and you really had a ringing endorsement of the Padres hiring him. Just explain, kind of give us a, a synopsis of what you put on X last night of why this is such a great hire for the Padres. Yeah, I, I, put, I, I wanted to take my time before I reacted to the hiring, and, it, and it's been about a week now, and I, I put it out there, and what I said was, the things that I learned from playing with Schilt and, and playing underneath Mike Schilt is, is more almost about the type of person he is and, and what he and how he gets the best out of the player and how he understands other players and their, their personalities. And it's not just the players, it's the staff. And there's a leadership quality that's different than a lot of other coaches and managers that I've seen. And it's almost like he cares more holistically about the player and the person more than he does himself or the game specifically. And I think that's something that feeds off into a clubhouse. And when you think about the Padres, that was, that was one of the issues with them was you kept hearing the clubhouse isn't, isn't what it should be. There's no leadership. There's, you know, guys that should be standing up for one another and all that. And I'm like, if there's one person that can really address that side of things, I believe it can be Mike Schilt. And, you know, obviously he didn't get the best go in St. Louis. There were some issues there, uh, you know, with whether it be front office or whatever. But I look at him getting another opportunity says a lot about the Padres understanding and bringing in a guy that's been in their organization for a couple years now, understood the minor leagues, has understood the development side, and now he can take the reins and, and really make a difference. Xavier Scruggs, we have so much respect for your opinion. You always have great thoughts and very thoughtful uh, notes for us and, as Brooke mentioned on X, about Mike Schilt. Thanks so much for the time. Great to have you, and uh, happy holidays, sir, if we don't talk to you before Christmas. Yeah, you guys, too. Always love hanging out with you guys. Appreciate it.